This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many of your film ideas as we like, but only one can be taken through to the next stage where the printed pages will be used as bedding as we make the increasingly popular lifestyle choice of living on the streets. I'm Joel, a man who puts the sesh into please, Lord, let this be the final full session of this godforsaken government. And across from me, it's John Harris, a man who, thanks to a bizarre constitutional quirk, actually gets final sign-off on the King's speech this week. Isn't that right, John? Absolutely. Yeah. In your in your family, it's sort of like jury service, isn't it? But you, when you get called up, it's to have a little tinker with the final draft of the King's speech. Yeah, I just, just put some like some funny lines in and then somebody else does you another draft open, he, and takes them You open with out. a joke? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd love it if you opened with a joke <laughs> at the opening of Parliament. It'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. I don't really know what it would be. Something about Black Rod, probably. Move on. Let's move on. <laughs> hey, how about this film idea from Stu? We should, before we start, we should remind people that last week we did a shout out asking for information to give nicknames. So we're coming up with nicknames for you. I don't know why. And I've done no preparation. So we're going to be making up these <laughs> nicknames on the fly. Uh, I said on the fly, quite ironic, given that Stu has given us these details. I'm currently in Australia and my flight home is cancelled and I've got a lot of bug bites very sleepy now, if you're in australia bug bites potentially uh, bugs are pretty broad term like does he mean bed bugs or has he bitten by like 10 of the most deadly spiders on earth and that's why he's not allowed on the plane no fair play fair maybe play. He's, may, i think what's happened is he was bitten on the face mm. and his face has changed shape so much that they won't let him through passport control <laughs> <laughs> could that happen I, I don't know i also like the fact that Stu's in fact he's given no, go 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 with this for a second john could that happen Yes, almost certainly. If you lost your nose, mm. if you lost your nose on yes. a holiday, definitely your would, nose. Would you get back through passport control? I think if you're, well, mm. it depends. Are we going to like a, a human being? Because the human being, I, surely I could go. Look, it's a long story, but I did have a nose before this holiday started. Look, it's a really long story. I think you probably could do that. I've had issues where I've gone on holiday clean shaven, and then I've come back without a nose. <laughs> no, and then I've come back with a beard. Yeah, and the electric. Scanners won't recognise me. Have you ever had that not, issue? It's not in relation to the the scan on the way out, is it? It's just in relation to but your passport. You, I when 
Yeah, but what's it looking at? No, 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 no. Yeah, it's in relation to the passport. So, yeah. Yes. Yes. Here's, yes, John. But yes. It doesn't matter that you grew the beard on. <laughs> in both, in both passport and face on departure, I'm clean shaven. Yeah, the fine. listeners understood that. I understood that. When I departed, the photo in my passport, lovely as it is, is clean shaven. The face on my face was clean shaven. Mm. I went away for a few weeks. No razor. I let my beard grow. When I returned, John, no beard had grown on the photo in my passport. That was still, are you understanding? That was still clean shaven. Yeah, but my point is, but the face you could have gone on holiday a with beard. a beard. You could have gone on holiday with a beard and had the issue on the way out. No, I couldn't. They make, no, they give you a Bic razor at the passport control. When you get to passport control, you have to then make yourself look as exactly like your passport photo as possible, which is difficult when you get a passport when you're, say, 15 for 10 years. Yeah. And then when you're 25, you have to kind of like, you know, it's true. That's, that's how passport control. I don't know if it's different in France, but in, in the UK, you have to look, you have to recreate your passport photo every single time you travel. Same outfit, same haircut. I go to the hairdressers every day, like the day before every holiday, and I show a picture of myself in my passport. It was, t- it was tough that brief period of time where I had hair in my passport photo and no hair in real life. I had to bring a wig to the airport. But, but it was a convi- it was a pretty convincing Thank wig. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, so Stu's nickname. Sleepy Stu. Is- it's, it's, it's sleepy stew it's um i don't know what would you call him grounded well aussie bob we're going to speak about aussie bob later he was aussie bob but he's changing his nickname so we could call him aussie stew <laughs> aussie, there you go aussie stew here's aussie shoes here's aussie shoes film idea school runnings a bunch of school kids realize they can get out of doing homework by qualifying for the olympics in bobsleigh amazing that is quite good. When we were at school, <laughs> certain sports teams and certain academic types and creative types were excused from assemblies. Did you ever have this? No. They they were excused, not from assemblies. No, they were, they were excused from classes, sorry. So they could go and do like rehearsals and stuff. Oh, I had guitar lessons. And so, yeah, I, I would leave a class for half an hour every so often. I wonder what you haven't learned when you were learning guitar. I wonder what gaps in your knowledge there are. 100%. I don't know. There must be some stuff there. You read, of course you don't know. <laughs> yeah, so I was always really, really, really jealous that I wasn't A, an elite athlete, or B, an elite actor. So I couldn't go and skip. Like, I'm talking days out of school. They would just skip days and be in the drama studio rehearsing a play. I am, um, one of my friends from school managed to get out of, like, going to chapel services because we had a chapel on site. Just He just wrote a letter to the headmaster being like, I'm not religious, so I'm not going to chapel. I did the same. I, I wrote a letter saying, I am religious, so I'm not going to biology. <laughs> And I managed to get out of biology classes, which is pretty sweet. But look, chapel at Christmas, oh, come all ye faithful. It's one of the highlights of the school year. Is it hard? Hair and Angel Sing, we, have we talked about, I feel like we've talked about everything on this podcast. Have we, I can't, I can't really want to say this. Have we done our favourite carols before on this film podcast? Obviously the best one is where you start off with, oh, come let us adore him. Yeah, that's him. oh, come all ye faithful. Yeah, that's the big one. Is it? Every, yeah. Oh, come all ye faithful. George Christ yeah. the Lord is no... Oh, come yeah. let us adore. Yeah, so come that, you that, for? Oh, I'm also a big fan of Hark the Herald Angels Sing. I, I'm never, outside of the month of December, I'm never saying Hark. Uh, <laughs> it's like how outside of the month of November, no one's saying lest, you know, as in lest we forget. I, I wonder if every, does every, does every month have its own words? <laughs> <laughs> that'd be a good, that'd be a good calendar to have up on your fridge, wouldn't it? I love the idea. Just big print, Hark. I love the idea of using Hark because it just means look, right? So I could just, yeah. I, I'm walking my son home from nursery today and I go, hark, a bus. <laughs> that would be good. That would be good. I mean, you'd raise some sort of strange, <laughs> like Dickensian child. 
<laughs> which you already are <laughs> arguably with the meals that you're giving him and the <laughs> kind of disciplinarian you are. Anyway, so they, they take up bobsleigh. I don't really know how, how you'd get into bobsleigh if you're a schoolboy. I'm not sure where my nearest bobsleigh, maybe it's toboggan. Maybe they go to like a toboggan thing. Did you have a local toboggan? There was like local- a ski, no. like a fake, uh, what, what, the synthetic ski slope nearby, but I never yeah. went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, right. So the kids, they've got like a tech genius in the, in the ranks and one of the kids hacks the Olympic database to add a new country to the Winter Olympics that mm-hmm. doesn't exist and they represent that country. And so they have no training. They just sort of go down on like, you know, um, baking trays, uh, down the s- slopes. <laughs> and the sort of heartwarming ending is that they c- go back to school. Everyone else is a drug cheat. All right. <laughs> oh yeah. Like in the, the, like the ice skating ones where there's a huge doping scandal. <laughs> And these kids win gold. And that, yes. And so then they go back to school and they present their findings, what happened, as their end of year project. And they, oh, and they all get A's. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, it's like the Australian speed skater who won gold because everyone fell over in front of him, I th- which is one of the great all-time Olympics moments. I think we've made a great film there. I think we have made a great film. Do you want to hit me with another great film? Yes, please. What about this one from Rickard? The Hateful Gate. A man walks in a very annoying manner. Now, I've got a... Rickard has got some facts for his uh, nickname as well. Are we going to do this every week forever? Or is it just going to be like a select... I'm, I'm Rickard and I walk in a weird way. Uh, is it just going to be like six select people who have nicknames and we'll never do this again? No, I think we'll do it forever. Also, Rickard, I, I had to chase Rickard for his nickname stuff. Like as if we're going to get multiple <laughs> Rickards listening to the podcast. Yeah. No other <laughs> podcast is chasing their listeners up. Like it's a... Like a so, yeah, thanks for sending that over. Just checking you got my email about your film contribution that you've done off your own back. Right, so... Chasing up. Rickard, in his younger years, could juggle seven balls and solve a Rubik's Cube in under a minute. Also, Matt Hancock recently knocked him over in Paddington Station. I don't want to pigeonhole our listeners, but we've got another contributor coming up who has described one of their hobbies as speed cubing, which I assume yeah. is so... Are we big in the Rubik's Cube community? Yeah, I post I post most of our episodes on the Ru- Rubik's Cube subreddit. <laughs> on the, <laughs> I don't, maybe that maybe those are our people. Maybe we should start doing live shows at like Rubicon. That's a different thing. Um, right, hateful gate. The thing is that like the hate we didn't give him, we didn't give Ricardo Rick nickname. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Remind me of his hobbies: Rubik's cubes, Rubik's cubes. juggling, and Matt Hancock pu- pushed him over once. <laughs> Oh, that's tough. Juggling. What's annoying me, John, is you don't, I don't think you're making any attempt to even come up with a nickname. I am. I'm thinking of, uh, QB Cock. <laughs> we can't call her. We can't, we can't call her listener QB Cock. That's the last thing you want. That's the last thing you want. What about? I'm going to look up a juggle. Aren't there some juggling terms? I don't know who's to blame in the, the Matt Hancock, uh, pushing him over situation, but let's say that Rickard invites being pushed over. So he's like Bumpy Rickard. That's what we call him. The Bumpy Boy. Okay, good. What's his film idea? It's The Hateful Gate. A man walks in an annoying way. Yes. Uh, is that man Matt Hancock? <laughs> right. So when, it, did he did he say where, where he was pushed over? Uh, Paddington Station. Does that help with the nickname? Paddington Station. Uh, no, 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 no. It just helps me imagine. Uh, so Matt Hancock, I imagine, has got quite an annoying walk and he's walking through Paddington Station. And I, I reckon what could happen, right, is that Matt Hancock is post-COVID. He's the most hated man in Britain. And he's steaming through Paddington Station, not oblivious to everyone around him. And he smashes over a young 
TV runner who's about to get a big job as a producer, right? Mm-hmm. Get this. Doesn't apologize at all. Actually, no, maybe this happened years and years and years ago. He knocks over like a young TV runner who has little to no stake in the TV game. He's got no interest in them or their life and he just bowls them over and doesn't apologize. Years down the line, when Matt Hancock is trying to rebuild his career on TV, this runner has grown to become a very powerful TV producer and books Matt Hancock on a series of the most humiliating TV shows <laughs> known to man as punishment. I love it. There you go. And they just get progressively worse and worse and worse. And maybe the final reveal is like, the last one is all out torture and it's not even being televised. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very it's much for your movie idea, uh, Juggalo Rickard. <laughs> Would you like another one from me? Yeah, go on What then. about this one from Martin, who's left-handed and plays the drums? <laughs> <laughs> Marty, Lefty Marty plays the drums. Can you play the... Dr- no, it doesn't matter what hand you are when you play the drums, does it? Well, to, the, Martin can get back to us on this, but some people will have the hi-hat and the snare. They will have it f- the other way around. Some people will just ah. play it in inverted commas, right-handedly, just with their, you know, with their left and right hand. But yeah, some people will turn the whole kit around to reflect their left-handedness. Okay, nice. Um, Let's call him... Wow, I'm so bad at this. <laughs> Uh, left hand I'm left hand can we just call him Sticks let's call him Sticks <laughs> Martin you're known forever as Sticks so whenever you suggest a film idea in the future just sign it off as Sticks <laughs> with an X with an X of course I think it's got three X's <laughs> when I saw it there I, it had three X's and what Sticks movie, movie idea 28 days latte someone orders a coffee so insanely complicated it takes a new trainee barista a month to make Wow. Didn't we have a whole conversation about this on the last episode? Yeah, I think it's a reference. We were talking about those people who do the insane Starbucks orders. Okay. It takes a month to make. And the guy's like, look, this is going to take me so long to make, but I also need to lock up the shop. And so he puts all the shutters down and he locks up for the night and he's like, I'm going to, but I'm going to make you a coffee because you got the order in before we close, but I just don't want anyone else to come in. And then he spends all this time making this coffee. And then when they put the shutters up, complete apocalypse, the world's ended outside (laughs) the coffee shop. But interestingly... The coffee was the cure to oh, the yeah. virus. <gasps> it's the antidote. Yeah. Yes. So that's how they're both still alive. It- and they have to scour the desolate wasteland that is now America in search of the ingredients for this coffee because they need to constantly be drinking it in order to avoid the virus. Like a unicorn there frappe. It's quite good. <laughs> yeah, I think it's quite a good idea. Yeah, I'll take, I'll take it. But I'll stick. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. How about this one from Aussie Bob, who wants to change? I mean, it's a guy who already has a nickname. <laughs> so much admin. And he's only known to us as a nickname. We're now doing a nickname on a nickname. So we... So, Aussie Bob kindly says, I hand you free ne- free reign for a new nickname if you want, but only if you make references to my kick-ass new hobbies of speed cubing and cup stacking. Now, he appears to do the cup stacking at a regular speed because <laughs> he hasn't called it speed cup stacking. Okay. But he's a speed cuber. Speedy Bob? Uh, Spe- I mean, Speedy Bob's fine. It's quite close to Aussie Bob. Stacky Bob? <laughs> Bob Bob cubed? Just a little small two. Next is there's just there's just a there's just a two by his name I think so okay Aussie Bob squared Bob a oh, Bob cubed Aussie Bob squared. oh cube Aussie, is Aussie, a three no, isn't cubes it? are three sorry yeah so it's Aussie Bob cubed <laughs> there you go if you can figure out how on your keyboard to make that little three appear because I think that would probably take me nine hours before I just threw my laptop out the window it would be one of those things you'd never admit to never knowing how to find that symbol. So what you do is you Google what you think the symbol is and then you copy it from the Wikipedia article for that symbol and then paste it back into your Google Doc. And Aussie Bob Cube's idea is Tom Raider. Angelina Jolie keeps nicking stuff from Tom Cruise's house. I would not want to do that. Tom Cruise is a very famously intense man. Yeah, he is. But hasn't he got hasn't he got a playful side, John? Like the fact he sends that big cake to a load of people every year. Do you know about the big cake? Well, he sends lots of cakes to be you make it sound like he sends one enormous cake i'm uh, hoping it's me this year <laughs> i'm kind of counting on it because i've promised everyone in my life a slice no but yeah he sends lots of people a really like a, a specific cake from a specific bakery but one of the people that gets them is like a journalist at the guardian oh loads of journal like and empire they, and, definitely get one as well oh man and they wrote a big article about how delicious it is and it really makes me want the cake it's a coconut anyway. cake as well which i wouldn't say is traditionally a really really yeah delicious that is cake. interesting it's interesting. If you were at Tom Cruise's house, would you try and get yourself a little memento? He wasn't in that film. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, what? Like that's it. Also, what is like famous props from Tom Cruise movies? Like some small sunglasses from Mission mm-hmm. Impossible Two. Did he wear little sunglasses? He wore mi- little glasses. Some, some big, some big sunglasses from Top Gun. Ooh. Uh, some quite average sized sunglasses from maybe Cocktail. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, maybe you'd go into the sunglass room. Yeah. But I feel like he'd know about that. I would definitely, I think, get myself a little memento if I was in somebody as famous as Tom Cruise's house. I think I would like something. But even, I'd maybe go and steal a spoon. And I imagine, look, I imagine his spoons look like everyone else's mm, spoons. But you know. But you, you would know it's Tom Cruise's spoon, right? And I would say this now, even Tom Cruise doesn't have any idea of how many spoons <laughs> he has. Despite having been in Rain Man. I. Was he in Rain Man? I think. Yeah, I think he would know. I think before you left the premises, everything is security. You get, a pat, you get a spoon. Yeah. You get a, yeah. You get a pat down. A pat down for spoons. Have you ever stole? Have you ever stolen a little memento? Have you got anything in your house like a pint glass or a mug or you know a, a lock of Tom Cruise's hair? No, nothing. Yeah, no, nothing from Tom Cruise. I, I, I don't even have like pint glasses. I definitely at uni we definitely would 
at uni, lots of pint glasses would make their way home, but it's definitely it's not something I do anymore, I'd say. Have you got any fun mementos? I once did a corporate job at the Dorchester Hotel, mm. and at a point in the day, they said, oh, the crew lunch is ready for you downstairs. And typically that would be like a tray of sandwiches or something, you know, pretty cheap. I went downstairs and there were like four members of serving staff and this full buffet. And it was absolutely amazing. It was really lovely food. And we were being served on all their fine china and cutlery. And I, I stole a little little china cup from the <gasps> Dorchester Hotel. Is that wow. bad? It feels bad. Lock him up. I love that cup. Lock me up. <laughs> it's really, I, it's really sensational quality. And let me tell you, I'm, I never let that thing go anywhere near a dishwasher. Oh, no, absolutely not. Do not. It would no crumble way. at the sight of a dishwasher. It absolutely would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm a thief. I'm a terrible thief. Angelina Jolie is into humanitarian... She's really big into her humanitarianism. Tom Cruise is really mm-hmm. into his stunts. She steals an aeroplane from his garden, because he probably just has an aeroplane from Top Gun, yeah. does some sort of skywriting about her causes that she loves. That's good stuff. Well done. <laughs> That's that's quite a nice. That's quite nice. It doesn't really feel like a film, but sure. Um, <laughs> hey, John, would you like? It's a short. Would you, yeah, would you like an idea from me? Yes, please. Old member, the cast of Austin Powers get stuck on a beach, and they all become increasingly oh, old. There we go. Really quickly. I we talk about that film too much. Half the episode we did with Jed I, was about it. It's because old is it rhymes with everything, right? <laughs> I mean, objectively, it doesn't. And also, I'm. <laughs> that's the thing about the word old is it rhymes with every other word it's the anti-orange and i'm always look you stop me in the street if it was like a viral tiktok and they said what you thinking about right now it's either austin powers or the film old so it's really actually if i ever come up with a film idea in this that doesn't involve either of those i've it's really i've really had to think about it or i've you know i've got someone in to write an idea for me so that's going to be it's going to be a lot of work for Mike Myers because not only is he doing the prosthetics for each well, this, of the characters. No, this is what I'm thinking. Oh, He's a, this is this is where he comes into his own, right? Not only does he get to play multiple characters on the beach, he gets to play them at multiple stages of life. Exactly. Imagine all which the prosthetics. Is a real opportunity for him. I, yeah, I I'm into it. An old fat bastard, you know. I mean, Mike Myers has looked better, John, but I think that's a bit harsh. Um, what's your what's your film idea? Um, Nepo Leon. Nepo Leon. The son of Lee, Leon, CEO, tries to start his own restaurant chain with hilarious consequences. <laughs> Name three of the hilarious consequences. <laughs> uh, he forgot to get, instead of getting gherkins, he got cornichons. That is oh, good. It's good, <laughs> good stuff. Uh, he didn't order enough tomatoes. And it's mostly, or- wow. it's mostly faulty orders. <laughs> uh, get me there, opening night. Ne- Nepo Leon, I was about to say... He could start a, you know, the world's first French convenience food store. But obviously, Pret-a-Manger is the... Uh, it's actually, when you think about Pret-a-Manger, there's not a, what's the most French thing about it? The name. The croissant? Yeah, I guess it has a croissant. But yeah, it's the not croissant, like... The croissant, the pain au chocolat. It's not that French. So maybe Napoleon is furious at how un-French Pret is and he starts, you know, a speedy French cuisine. Because famously, the French people, they want to eat, they want to get in and eat their lunch in about 90 seconds. Yeah. They love to eat on the go. They're in a rush. They're in a real hurry. And they need convenience food. There you go. And he forges a little empire. Perfect. And in the interest of edutainment, uh, just let you know, I was Googling Leon. It turns out as of October, it's owned by Asda. What? Yeah. Asda stores owns that happened, Leon. That happened last month yeah. under our noses. And we, <laughs> we didn't ban eyelids. Joel's been eating there every day of the last two months and didn't even notice. 
I can't believe this. After my falling out with Asda three years ago that we all remember, I don't need to go over that again. I vowed never to give them another penny. And this is, oh, this is bad news. <laughs> I need to go away and think about this, John. So we better declare a winner of the podcast. Who was your favourite idea? I think actually, and I think to ease him as he's sat waiting for a delayed plane, I think I've already forgotten his nickname. Aussie Stew <laughs> is the winner this week. Well done, Aussie Stew. Let's go. Well done, John. Well done, John. All right, let's let before we go on. Let's let's see if you can remember the nicknames. <laughs> right. So Rickard is oh. is Juggalo Rickard. Juggalo Rickard, yeah. Martin is now Sticks. Sticks, and we've got Aussie, Aussie Bob, Bob Cubed, Cubed and, and someone called Aussie Stew. <laughs> He's not Australian. We're so bad at this. I don't know why, but I thought we'll be able to riff these nicknames, and it'll be a really good bit. We've come up with absolute shit. Anyway, keep telling us details about your life and we'll keep giving you nicknames. Um, John, what have you enjoyed this week culturally? Um, there's lots of like nerdy telly that I've been watching and haven't sort of shouted about. So Invincible started again at the end of last week, which is the animated show on Amazon Prime, which is really, really good. Gen V finished in the same week, which is the boys spinoff, which has been brilliant in my opinion. Loki has been sort of one of the better Marvel shows in a long time. I've been enjoying that. Okay, and the one that okay. is sort of not linked to those, which I've been watching whenever I get a moment, um, and I feel I feel like it's really gone under the radar because I think it was in America a long time ago, and it's taken a long time to sort of find a home in the UK. Is uh, Interview with a Vampire is on BBC iPlayer, the new Interview yeah. I, with a I keep thinking they're showing the film, but it's not. It's an episode of the show. It's on at like a certain time when I'm about to watch something else, and I keep going. Oh, BBC Two showing Interview with a Vampire at a weird time, <laughs> yeah. but no, it is a tv show yeah and it's good i think it's great so it would definitely recommend interview of a vampire like i say it's, it feels like it's been buried away on bbc iplayer and bbc2 like 10 i think yeah. it's like 10 o'clock on a wednesday yeah, yeah. definitely would check that, that that out that is that is all i have to say joel what have you got those are good recommendations on Thank your you. recommendation i listened to the podcast ghost story and i listened to it in like a couple of days and they i i swore i would never never ever 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 but i signed up to what the wondery plus so i could get the last couple of episodes because i wanted to just binge it so good it's fucking brilliant it's so well put together i think it all rounds off really nicely like the revelations are dished out at the right times in the right way yeah it's just an apps it's the best thing i've listened to in ages and ages and yeah. ages i really loved it yeah no I, I i told my partner to listen and she's she's been obsessed with it as well i think if you are listening to this it, that one is definitely one of the few things of like the last few months that i'd say definitely definitely check out and let us know what you think also, like, if if you have anything that, you know, you think we would like that might have flown under our radar, we'd love oh, to shout out some I'm stuff. so bad at I'm so bad at finding things. Yeah. Please recommend me things. So let us let us know and we can shout them out of this bit of the podcast from from our listeners as well, now that we've got these wonderful nicknames for you all. <laughs> Good stuff. Well done, John. Well done, Joe. Well done, everyone. See you next week. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.